0: Money FM 89.3, best of drive time.
1: In the spotlight
0: on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, good afternoon. It is drive time. Elliot, Dank and Timothy go and try TNTM with you? Um, it's time now for In the Spotlight. Imagine this, Tim, in, mm-hmm. in a good, what, uh, say, th- three, six to seven years, we could see something like 100 million electric vehicles on the roads.
1: Wow. That will be fascinating. But, you know, one of the things that uh, uh, people have always questioned about electric vehicles is the capacity, how long, how far it would go. But Mm. today, the batteries on these electric vehicles are a lot better than when they started out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we also have a situation where, you know, once the battery reaches its end of life, all that green credential that's mm-hmm. been built up is kind of gone
1: yeah well, what do you do with that right the world will be left with fire hazard toxic waste yeah. and those 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 liquid things that batteries seep out of those battery lithium units. I ion it Yeah, and and they they also puff up i have old phones oh Uh, And I collect a lot of old phones, and they're now bloating, and I don't know what to do with them. I'm just waiting for them to explode one day. Uh, uh, Okay, science (laughs) experiment there. Uh, What do you do with
0: them? How can you recycle them? We'll find out more about uh, Singapore's NU Battery Materials and what they're planning behind this. In the studio with us is Brian O, the co-founder and CEO of uh, NU Batteries. Uh, Brian, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Joining him, of course, Kenneth Palma, the co-founder and CTO, NEU Battery Materials. Kenneth, good afternoon. Good afternoon. All right, gentlemen. Welcome.
2: So what is NEU Battery Materials all about? Well, I think fundamentally, we're a battery recycling company. We are born and bred here in Singapore with Mm -hmm. a completely novel, sustainable technology to recycle the lithium batteries. Just like the batteries in your room, which you're saying that are bloated up. My phone, my phone. Your phones. My tablets, yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, the proper way to do it is dispose them at the designated e-waste collection point in Singapore, and Mm -hmm. then it makes its way down to recycling facilities like ours. And we then take that, crush it up into a powder, and extract it to produce battery-grade materials like lithium, which we then sell back to battery manufacturers. So think about it, right? Your old iPhone 6, for example, Mm -hmm. that lithium battery could be extracted to make that new iPhone 15 that could come out. That is the concept of circular economy that we envision. Sorry, Brian. So you're
0: extracting the battery material... To make phone material, am I am I getting that right? Or to make phone battery material again? So, so battery to battery.
2: From a lithium battery, regardless of application, it could be coming from your phone, your laptops, or in the bigger future, the electric cars. We extract that material and extract out lithium from the battery itself. Oh. Now that lithium can be used to make any new type of lithium batteries. Not limited to a phone. Okay. It could be powering your future electric car that you're driving. Talk
0: about squeezing dry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, extending the life of these uh, devices, I think, is what you're saying here. But if I do bring in my bloating phones, which are w- still working, by the way, I, yes. I try them. Um, uh, they are working. <laughs> I, I believe you. I'm just saying, you know, you plug it into a charger. I'm, that's why I'm, I'm saying I'm waiting for one day. It will just explode in my face. But, um, what do the consumer get out of it what do i get out of it i mean i have a perfectly working tablet bloating but if i send it to you you know do i get something in return because i assume that you will be earning money from recycling you save this, the right? world Tim. you should okay. good feelings so knowing that my tablet will one day produce the next tablet i'm buying should be good enough
2: i, I think um, <laughs> First and foremost, it will be a safety concern that I have for you. <laughs> we don't want the tablet to be exploding. Um, generally, when you see a battery swell, it is showing signs of some form of degradation, and okay. that is quite important for you to recycle that or dispose of it in a proper manner. Okay.
0: Hmm. Okay. So so what's the, I'm assuming uh, this is where Kenneth comes in as far as the tech is concerned. Yeah, am i yeah, correct definitely. to assume that, how how does it
3: all work? It's, it sounds great on paper. Uh, yeah, it definitely does. Um, I think what we actually did was we looked at battery recycling and okay. we realized that something fundamentally needs to change, right? Mm. We see that, okay, battery recycling um, has been around for mm. decades now. Um, But it wasn't always green, right? So how do you actually make, let's say, lithium-ion batteries, that whole process, even cleaner? So what we did was we we actually took the fundamentals of electrochemistry Mm. and we adapted that into battery recycling. So how that really plays out and how that is actually cleaner is we don't, let's say, use harsh chemicals. Um, In our process, we only consume things like electricity and water. So that's how we make it cleaner. Right? It's a by process. Actually, yeah. So we still of course extract the same kind of valuable materials, mm-hmm. repurpose it into let's say, battery grade material, but we do it in a cleaner manner. Okay. So that's how we make it a bit more sustainable. So
1: there's yeah. this this uh, criticism all the time when you're yeah. talking about recycling uh, the energy and the power that is consumed in recycling a product can be more yeah. than and, and then sending it to your to your yeah. uh, customers to reuse can be more than just uh, than just throwing something away. Yeah. How do you respond to this?
3: I think definitely not just the power that you use, right? But it's also the kind of resources that you're exhausting. So this Mm. can be, let's say, acids, Mm -hmm. chemicals. Mm. So you're talking not just about uh, power usage, but you're talking about pollution to the environment. Mm. So in a way, it's kind of contradicting, right? You're doing something sustainable, but in the long run, you're still trying to pollute. Um, So actually what we did was, with this method that we have, Mm -hmm. right, um, it does make it a bit more sustainable. We Mm -hmm. only, let's say, consume electricity, but it's also a matter of, uh, making, let's say, the electricity a bit more sustainable in that sense. Because with our technology, we don't, let's say, rely on using all these resources, right? Okay. We're able to, let's say, retrieve them back as much as we can. Okay. So ultimately, we don't exert these resources, but focus more on a sustainable form of uh, consumption, like electricity.
1: So what happens to all the chemicals that you're using to clean up all these batteries?
3: So specifically for our chemicals, uh-huh. we can actually regenerate it. So you can reuse so, it again. Yeah. To, okay. So after All each right. batch, we reuse each wow. batch of chemicals. Right? Mm-hmm. So let's say I have battery material. I extract, let's say, lithium. Mm-hmm. Because I extract the lithium from these uh, electrolytes, for example, we call it. Because of that process, we actually regenerate it to its original form to actually react with more of these crushed material. So in a way, it's like a loop that constantly keeps happening wow. as long as I put in more crushed material. Yeah, exactly. I should have paid more attention in science.
2: Gosh, <laughs> <I was> never...
0: <laughs> Brian, uh, you mentioned earlier on that the right process in all of this was to bring it to an e-waste recycling. And they have these at HDB Blocks. Some yep. condos have it. I, I do that myself. How is the reach like for you guys? Is it difficult to ensure that you are getting these old materials so that they can be recycled? Uh, How is that process like, especially in Singapore?
2: In Singapore, it's um, a regulated economy for battery recycling. So when you do put that phone down into the designated e-waste spots, it does make its way to certified recyclers and partners. And our job is fundamentally to support Singapore Mm. for the e-waste recycling that we have here and subsequently look at a international exposure mm, okay. because battery recycling is not a Singapore problem. It is yeah. a problem for every single one of us across the world. Mm. As long as you're manufacturing phone batteries, tablets and most importantly, the electric vehicle batteries, someone has to be there to help reduce the pollution that comes at the end of the life of that battery.
0: I imagine the EV ones must be more difficult because usually average lifespan is about eight years, give or take, and it's yeah. not like I can bring that EV battery in, <laughs> they had a recycled bin, exactly. right? How, how, how is that process like to ensure that you're getting these old batteries?
2: So, you're, you're rightly so to say that EV batteries are number one heavier, yeah. which means yeah. that transportation of batteries actually lead to one of the largest pollution in this industry, which is why you would see battery recyclers building facilities within the regions, okay. say in Europe, US, and so on and so forth. Okay. It's not possible to build a one-stop shop hub Mm. here in Singapore Mm -hmm. but Singapore will be the house for our research and development team our innovation will be held here in Singapore as well as making sure that Singapore's e-waste can be taken care of before we look at exposures um, and providing for international markets Alright
1: speaking of that uh, we've been talking about batteries from tablets and smartphones what other batteries can be recycled what can they give back to you so that you can clean it up and reuse it again?
2: So lithium batteries There are a couple Of different types Though they are fundamentally Lithium batteries We have things like What we call Lithium-ion-phosphate LFP batteries We have uh, Cobalt-based batteries Which you would find Both types In electric vehicles Smartphones uh, Even energy storage mm, okay. One of the market That is not commonly thought of is, for example, if you have a solar project or if you have data storage, they generally have some form of battery at the back of it, powering Mm. the entire process. Mm. These batteries also are most likely using lithium batteries and these batteries also can be recycled. Mm. So the key fundamental is that there is still lithium in all these batteries. And the question is, why are we throwing away precious materials like that when we can actually extract it and reuse and create an entire second value chain out of that material.
0: Mm. Well, you're not in studio with us, uh, but we are speaking right now to Brian O., the co-founder and CEO, as well as Kenneth Palmer, who is co-founder and CTO of NEU Battery Materials. These two these gentlemen, you, you guys look quite young, right? And I say that for a reason because I'm be curious... I, I'm not being ageist. <laughs> this is such a, a big idea, I mean, how did you guys meet? How did you come up with this concept
3: and, and get it to where it is today? That's, that's what I'm curious about. Uh, yeah, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, thank, thank you for that compliment, I would say. So I'm <laughs> <great>. um, <laughs> <seated>. yeah. <laughs> so Brian and I, we actually met uh, in the university, uh, right. in the US specifically. Right, right, right. Um, and we actually, the technology was actually discovered there. right? Oh. And then from there, we decided to, commercialise this technology because we saw the need in the world Um, I think in the past few let's say even months or years you see a lot of articles about batteries Mm -hmm. battery Mm -hmm. recycling Mm -hmm. so it became more prominent something Mm -hmm. that really needed uh, you know it was really an issue that needed to be solved so from there we really had to find a way. We even uh, came out with our own lab. Mm -hmm. We joined uh, a few competitions. We got some grants. We focused both on R&D but also making sure that we could scale our technology. Because when we talk about recycling, it's always about volume. Always about numbers, right? So we have to do always those two things. R&D is important, research Mm. and development. And on, on the other hand, it's scaling our technology, our company, making sure that we can meet the requirements or the needs of not just Singapore but everywhere else in the world So really.
1: when you're starting out as uh, younger people and we were young before it was very difficult I'm still, yeah. uh, and it's still <laughs> difficult to convince you know established investors to fund a project yeah, yeah. that is so new what did you guys have to do to convince them
2: I think it's a combination of different factors uh, one of it is that the technology itself is immensely unique mm-hmm. and differentiates itself from Basically, technologies so you see across the world. And it's also the number of years of research that went into this technology, right? Mm-hmm. Started in NUS, and we're now in the right place, right time, where electric vehicle is taking off. Where we first in the early days, we, we had support from people like Tomasic Foundation, mm. as well as our early backers from the previous investment round, uh, people such as uh, Momentum VC, which is the CVC arm of SMRT, mm-hmm. battery-crushing partner in Singapore. Mm. And subsequently, we have different types of projects along the way, which also built that reputation that we have, which also leads to how we have uh, a very strong and um, amazing team that we have formed today. From new investors that came in uh, in this current round, people such as ComfortDelGro, wow, and also uh, our investor uh, SGI, uh, SGI SGI Innovate, sorry, SGI Innovate. Uh, Estimate
0: how many people uh, are is your is your headcount like at uh, NEU?
2: Our our team actually comprises of nine people today. Wow,
0: yeah. So now you've got three point seven million US dollars in seed funding. I would imagine technology has to be improved. Where else is this money going to go?
2: A lot of the money is put into increasing the capex of our company. So okay. we are building an automated recycling line here in Singapore, as well as also increasing the team members for research and engineering. Wow. And definitely international expansion is one of the key things on our market today. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, before we let you go, just out of curiosity, what does NEU stand for?
2: <laughs> oh, that's a very good question. So... <laughs> right. <laughs> so when we thought about the company name, right we um, wanted to embody a circular economy concept right? So okay, key okay. things came out such as recycling um, And the fundamental thing about recycling is supplying back materials And if you think about supplying back materials It is, in a sense, a never-ending use kind of battery material So any use, never-ending never use, use.
1: <laughs> Oh, wow This is brilliant, what a great way to end this uh, segment as well. Thank you very much, uh, Brian and Kenneth. Brian O is co-founder and CEO. And Kenneth Palmer, co-founder and CTO of NeverEnding User, NEU Battery Materials. Thanks for joining us here. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.